Hello and welcome to Zero Today. I am your humble host, Dr. Lorenzo Neal, hailing from Cajun Land, USA, here to present you with seeds of wisdom, insight, empowerment, and liberation. We're promoting a knowledge that is engaging and transforming, and we are helping you, our listeners, to knowing and impacting the world around us. And as always, you're welcome to join us on this illuminous journey. If you would like to follow us on our social media, we are on Facebook at the Zero Network on Facebook or Twitter. The show handle is at Twitter at Zira Radio. <laughs> My personal handle is at Lorenzo T. Neal. Uh, I know I got that one messed up, but y'all forgive me. <laughs> and um, we're also available on all, you can listen to us on all podcast uh, platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. We are everywhere, and we're so grateful for that. And also, if you haven't done so, I'm going to take this opportunity to invite you not just to like and listen to our show, but become a supporter of our show. Go to patreon.com and become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash Lorenzo T. Neal. And yeah, I think I got good things there for you to help support the show. It's because of you, we are able to do all that we are doing. I'm delighted to have with me today as a guest, uh, a wonderful man I stumbled across that I think is going to be a wonderful asset to you and uh, to our world. And that is the person of Andy Charles. Andy Charles is a singer, author, life coach, podcast host, uh, speaker, and just around about Renaissance man. And, and uh, he, he does team building. He does life coaching for individuals and, uh, Hey, he's going to tell us everything else he does. So at this time, uh, welcome, uh, Andy. I appreciate you for joining. Hey, thank you for having me, Dr. Lorenzo. It is indeed an extreme pleasure just to be with you and your listeners at this time. Looking forward to it. And, you know, I keep wanting to call you doctor. I don't know why. <laughs> I keep wanting to call you Dr. Andy. But, I, you know, I, I know you have the expertise, the life, uh, you know, everything experience of, of a doctor. I had to go, you know, maybe you did have to write the dissertation and all that stuff, too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. But, I hear you. but if I, I call you, you doctor. If I call you doctor, it's honorary, I uh, but I'm quite sure you, you're well worth it. Okay, <laughs> appreciate that. So tell me tell me and my audience a little bit more about yourself and um, what do you do that makes you so unique and valuable? Because you're a value commodity. Right. So uh, tell, the, tell my listening audience a little bit about your background um, and we'll go from there. All right, well, uh, I came from a preacher's home, actually. My father was a minister in a local Baptist church, and he was the one that sort of introduced me to spirituality, and it became the foundation of my life. And later on, as I grew up and I became an adult and I started to get all the sense of what I was supposed to be and the things that God had blessed me with, I decided that I needed to take what I had gathered from my father a few steps further. So I started educating myself and I started seeking answers for the questions that I had about my play, my role in the world. And I realized that there were many things that God had blessed me with. You know, I, I went to music school. I started doing singing. I did singing in Sunday school. I did singing in the church. I did singing in the choir. I sang in a band and, you know, 
I had the opportunity to do a number of things and my skills were quite varied. And then I decided I needed to put all these things together in such a manner that it would make a meaningful, meaningful contribution to life. Because I believe that we are all here for a purpose. And I'm thankful to God that I found my purpose. And so the ability to minister, to write, to teach, to preach, to coach, to be a podcast host, all these things have culminated in me being the individual that I am today. And what I'm doing now is looking for the opportunity every day to influence people's lives, to bring about the need and the desire for a positive change, to get upliftment, to bring hope, to bring a sense of accomplishment to people that believe that they are here for a purpose and there's something more in their lives than just being a number or a statistic. And so I'm thankful to God that he has brought me to this place and now I'm here sharing it with you and your listeners. And it indeed is a great pleasure. My belief is that my future and my goal, my vision is to be impactful. Not just to make a difference in people's lives, but to live a life that they would see a sermon, not just hear a sermon. I want that when I say something, that something can be backed up by the things that I do. They must see the fruits of what I preach and teach in my life. And that reality is something that I believe can make a difference because I must be the change that I want to see in the world. And it starts with me. And if I can transfer that to another brother, another sister, as the case might be, and we do that, we just impact one person in our lives every day. And we increase and build and grow and develop one day at a time, one step at a time. We can make a difference, and everybody in the world can benefit as a result. That you said a lot, and I want to try to unpack all of that because you know our show is all about empowerment, liberation, and illumination. And um, so let, let's let's delve into. Uh, and, and, you know, both, I'm a son of a preacher and I'm a pastor myself. It's <laughs> <laughs> some about us PKs. We get this inspiration and, you know, not only do we get inspiration, we want to do it big. <laughs> <laughs> we we just can't settle for just being just, hey, the preacher's kid, you know, right. and there's nothing wrong with that. But, but right. you know, when, when we know God has gifted us, we want to outshine our daddies and <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. so I know yeah. some who try to do it in a bad way but for most mm. of us we simply want to build on what God has already gifted to our family and, and I, yeah. I know you're doing that yeah so let's deal let's dive into this aspect of coaching how did you get in in involved in uh well speaking first how did you get involved in speaking and then how did that lead into your coaching all right, well, speaking actually started when I was doing elementary school. Um, we had a lot of poetry taking place in our school, a lot of dramas taking place in our school, and I was involved in the drama company from quite an early age. And they had these shows that they used to put on, and they would randomly choose people to do the lead and so on, and most of the times they would choose me. And <laughs> When I found out that they were paying all that attention to me, I said to myself, you know what? I need to take some time and to look into how I can speak properly or I can speak better. And so my two favorite subjects became English and English literature. And I started to study guys like Shakespeare and stuff because I wanted to understand 
the power of the English language through poetry. And that helped me to elevate my status a lot. And as I appeared before people over time, my confidence began to build. And as I began to build that confidence and educate myself and ask questions of speakers who I have admired and seen done good before, everything just sort of came into place, you know, and, and it's, it's evolved over time and here I am. With regards to coaching, uh, about 15 years ago, I joined the Lions Clubs International and they propelled me into positions of authority and leadership because they recognized certain things in me. And the organization helped me to realize, hey, you have something within you that you can help people discover things about themselves. And when I recognized that, I decided, you know what? I need to improve in that area as well. And I took all the courses, I attended all the seminars, and I started speaking, and I started helping people and coaching, and it all came together. It's been a fantastic journey. I'm thankful for every minute of it. And here, yeah, I am telling the story, and it feels good. And I'm glad that you took advantage of those opportunities. And you know, it says something that other people see, saw potential. Uh, can you speak to that uh, regarding to, to, to coaching? Um, yeah, I, I've, I would like to say I coach, yeah. uh, but I, I, I do coach. Yeah. Um, my background is in education, and I had, as a music educator, I had to do the coaching, you know, all of that stuff. So right. I, I, I'm familiar with it. But how did you apply? How do you get people to pull that out? I mean, how do you pull that out of of people uh when you when you see something in them and they come to you initially for for maybe just a little advice what how, what do you do how do you pull it out all right well the first thing you've got to get someone to recognize is that they need to identify what they specifically want to accomplish what is your goal what is the thing that you want to achieve the most and most of the times, it is discovered in the fact that they realize that there is this thing that makes me feel fulfilled. It complements me. It makes me feel better as an individual. But they do not have the skill and the wherewithal to take it to the next level. Or so they think. That's not true. All of us are blessed with the ability to take ourselves to the next level. The responsibility of the coach is to help that individual get outside of limiting beliefs and doubts and fears and inhibitions and grasp at the inside of them that says every day, there's a little part of me that says I can do it, but I need for someone to put me and to show me the right track and the right direction in which I go into. So the next step is this. Now that we have discovered what you need to do, what you need to accomplish, what the goal is, the next thing is you need to decide how you want to get it accomplished. So it goes into planning. When someone has a plan, when someone has a design for something, it becomes structural. And when it becomes structural, it becomes meaningful. And that gives them the impetus to believe that they can actually accomplish it. What you do with that plan also is that you put a time frame. And as they go along, you do assessments over that period of time. So you assist them in finding that thing, 
you assist them in creating the plan for the thing, and you assist them in setting a time frame to accomplish it, and then you show them the way and you let them go. Because within them, they have it. It's just that they need you to help them discover and to put that thing in the right place so that it can go forward with the necessary force, the commitment, and the, the compassion that they're supposed to have for it to be a success. And 95% of the time, it works. So what's the general time frame that you give an individual that you're coaching what, what's the general time frame that you get? If they come to you, for example, if I were to come to you and I'm pretty confident, I'm pretty cocky, and I'm, you know, I'm really arrogant, I know I could do this. I'm just coming to you just to get a little, just a little more insight, a little more pre <laughs> versus I'm, I come to you and I have this big idea and I know I could do it. I have it written down, but I am just uncertain as to how to execute. How would, you, what would, how would you go with both those individuals? What would be a, a time frame and a process and assessment for both of those individuals? Okay, great. Normally, we look initially at a short-term period of assessment, and that is, in most instances, three months for both individuals. But one thing that we always caution people about, it is good to have grand dreams. It is good to be cocky. It is good to be yourself. Nothing is wrong with that. But you have got to learn how to manage that. And you have got to learn how to channel that. And it will not always work in your best favor. That's the reason why you have a coach. A coach tells you what to do with your ability so that you can get the best results out of it. And so what we do is we create that time frame and we let them know, hey, let's look at three months down the road and see what is going to happen. But in the meantime, you need to get the work done. You need to always tell yourself, I have a plan. I have a desire for the plan to become a reality. I did not know the particular steps that I needed to take to get it done. But now that I do, I'm going to learn better how to manage myself. And remember, procrastination is a murderer you got to get rid of procrastination if you need to do something you got to do it now the moment that you are in is the most important so we get them to understand that the moments that they have in their lives where the reality of that goal becomes important seize on it lash on it get it done don't wait until tomorrow because remember it's a daily progress step by step to get to the place that you need to get to. And you've got to be able to manage yourself within that time frame as best as you possibly can. All of us can do it. It just takes a different attitude, a different mental approach, and a hunger to succeed, to get better, just to be a better version of who we are. And, and when you... When you what is it like when, when a person comes to you and they they've accomplished their tangible goal they you know they they met that assessment what is it like for them and for you as a coach it is like being born again <laughs> yes sir it is like a newfound joy it is like a child now coming into the world and you you you, you give that proverbial slap and the baby cries and Wow, that feeling, that experience, new life is gone. It's a discovery that brings hope to that individual. 
And so what you then do is you congratulate them. You know, you give them uh, their kudos for sticking to it, for making the efforts, for doing the homework, for being diligent. And at the end of the day, you let them know, hey, it is all up to you now. You know what works for you. Be consistent, continue doing it, just get better. 1% every day, and it will be all right. I, you know, and as a pastor, and I think I'm, I, I had to learn this when it came to shepherding people. Um, and, I, and I guess in so many ways, pastors are our coaches, but we're more disciple makers. You know, we try to get people to emulate Jesus Christ than right. model us. I, I, it grieves me that I love pastors who have taken this, uh, you know, this model of shepherding and really uh, misused it, abused it, and uh-huh. caused a lot of people to stray. So for myself, for, for members of the clergy who are right. aspiring to go into this field of coaching, and like I told you before, although I, I practice it, I don't necessarily call myself a coach. And um, well, I, I'm looking to launch it. Well, not looking, I have launched a uh, coaching, uh, and I don't like to call it business, but a coaching uh, service for self-differentiation, which is my uh, specialty, specialty in, um, in the field of psychology, family systems. Yeah. But for, for, for me, as far as it's in for pastors and for other leaders, you do team, I know you do team coaching, but for individual what would you say to a pastor who is seeking maybe to branch out into that area of coaching? And I'm not sure if it's compatible life coaching versus all this other coaching that's out there. I, I, I don't know. So what would you say to uh, a pastor or clergy who's trying to, because I, I see, I've seen, to be honest with you, uh-huh. a lot of people adding that to their profile on like, okay. on like Instagram and yeah. uh, YouTube, you know, and I'm like, what does that mean? So yeah. I hope I make no sense. I, I hear you. And I, I want you to consider something. If you look at guys like, I started looking at coaches when I started looking at Pat Riley, you know the name, right? Mm-hmm. And Coach Bilicek. Mm-hmm. Coach Bilicek is exceptional because he's a holistic coach. Let me break that down for you. He not just coaches people to be good football players in the NFL, but he teaches them to be better persons. And so if you want to get into an area as a clergy or a pastor or a minister, where you want to be a coach to people, the approach to it has to be holistic. What it means simply is this. Every aspect of that individual's life that needs to be enhanced, you've got to be able to help them to do it. And the reason why that is important is because the church, the church must be a place of sanctuary for the people that attend that church. They must feel confident that they can go to the person who is in charge and get the necessary information, help, support, understanding, commitment, and all the other things that goes with it that makes them feel that they are important, that they are part of the whole situation and the whole circumstance of everything, 
and that they are a stakeholder that's important to the development and growth of the organization. If you can get that across to them as an individual who is looking to uh, improve on your ability to be a pastor or minister, you're going to make the world of difference in their lives. All people need to know is that there's someone who cares about me, not just because I attend the church, but because I'm an individual who has value, and they're showing me that value every day in my life in different aspects, and allowing me to successfully embrace that value and be a better me every day. If you can do that, it's going to make a world of difference. And that right there is, I think, where uh, a lot of these new contemporary clergy try who try to branch off into that, they, they, they forget that part, the holistic. You know, I, I know it's an enterprise and all of that, but I think they miss that part. And a lot of you know, a lot of people do it, but the, their clients leave less <laughs> whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get into your books. Uh, uh, how many books do you have, and why? What was the inspiration between behind uh, you authoring those books? And um, yeah, we'll go from there. <laughs> well, I actually wrote three books. And, but I publish only one. And the one that I publish is entitled To Lose a Dream. And I wrote, I wrote that in abstract because I wanted to get to the subconscious mind of people more than the conscious. A lot of people don't know this, but 95% of what we do is triggered by what we have in our subconscious, our beliefs about things and life and people that we are preconceived and have stored in there just waiting for the trigger movement to come out. But uh, you can get the book on Amazon. It's available on Amazon. And the reason why I wrote that book is because it helped me define my personal struggles at a time in my life when I was looking to get to a point where I understood who I was. It helped me discover me. And so instead of losing out on what my dream was, I found a way to get to a place where I could understand and be all in compassion about things I needed to do to accomplish my dream. And I put all of that in the book. I wrote it. I felt good about it. And it was published. It's available in Amazon. The other two, uh, one was about a second part of To Lose a Dream, and the other one was about an individual who got lost in the jungles of Guyana and stuff, but they were never published. One book published, To Lose a Dream, you can get it on Amazon. Awesome. Uh, so we're wrapping up, wrapping up here. You do so much. Um, what is the most um, inspirational thing for you? What, what causes you to stay focused and on your path of inspiration and empowerment for others. Okay, great. When I preach, when I minister the word of God, and someone comes and tells me, not after the message, but a week after, two weeks after, three weeks after, preach or minister, however they choose to address me. You see that thing you spoke about that Sunday morning, that thing you preach about? I tried it, and it worked. That uplifts me. 
when I sing a song and somebody's heart is blessed and so much that they are moved, not just motivated, not just a sugar rush for the moon, but inspired to do something based on what they heard in the song, that gives me energy. When I put a podcast episode out and people are excited because it connects with them in a particular way and I can build a relationship with them and touch and move something on the inside of them, that gives me energy, that gives me the impetus, that gives me inspiration to go on and move on and do better. Because the greatest thing we can do is to connect with people, make an impact on their lives, build relationships. I have neighbors all over the world. Why? Because the world is a place where we ought to be able to be there for each other. And my purpose is to be there for everybody else. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, your status in society, your religion, it does not matter. Those things are unimportant. I am okay, and everybody else is okay. And once that is my team, I believe that I will continue to feel the good things that all these aspects of my life make me feel. And I'm grateful to God for that. And that's amazing, because I, I, I felt that I, I have the same kind of sense, <laughs> not just when it comes to, you know, comes to preaching, but in ministry. I, I love it when people that I have forgotten that I have ministered to come back and say, hey, you ministered it to me and I still remember or I still, uh, you know, the Lord moved through you to allow me to be healed. I, I, I'm healed, staying in it and all of that and, and things like that. Um, and I have, I have a lot of little letters and memos people have sent over the years. And, and I, I tell you, it is very inspirational. And hearing you say that is inspiring. <laughs> so that you're driven by service. Yes. You know? And that, that's empowering. I think that's being lost. Uh-huh. That's, that's right. being lost. Yeah. Last question. Um, sure. Before we get on out of here. Um, um, how can people, if they really want to be coached by you, you know, all the member, all the people from uh, all across the world that listen to this show, <laughs> virtually, um, how can they get in touch with you? How, if they want your service as a coach, what do they need to do? All right. Well, there are many ways in which you can get to me. Um, first of all, my email is lovebitsa at gmail.com. That's lovebitsa at gmail.com. You can get me uh, on Facebook at mbdreamer, Facebook mbdreamer.com. I'm on Instagram, hashtag andycharles8417, andycharles8417. You can get me on Twitter, uh, twitter.kimena, K-E-Y-N-E-N-A.com. You can go to my website and leave a message on andyspersonaldevelopment.com. Or you can visit my pod site. My podcasts are on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, you name it. Uh, we are also on Buzzsprout and Podbean. It's andyspersonaldevelopment.com. So those are all the medias and means in which uh, you can reach out to me. Also on my blog at charlocc.blogspot.com. charlocc.blogspot.com. Dot com. Those are the mediums by which you can make contact with me. Thank you, Dr. Andy. 
Maybe I'm speaking it into existence. I don't know. I hear you. I hear that. <laughs> I, I really want to appreciate you so much for thinking of our robbery to be a guest on my show. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been a minute since I had guests on my show. I've been doing a whole lot of monologues. Okay. Some of them have been good, but you know, this this last year and a half and such has been really crazy. And so um it's a joy for me to be able to interact with, with guests again. And um, I'm grateful that you thought it not robbery to, uh, to accept my offer. <laughs> and maybe maybe we'll have another opportunity to have you back on and uh, talk a little bit more about some other t topics because I know we, we you know, a short amount of time, we didn't get a chance. To, we just scraped the top, you know, That's right. tip That's of the iceberg. So we'll, we'll see if we can reconnect and uh, get you back on again. Uh, again, my guest today, excuse me, is Andy Charles. He's a podcast host. He's a writer. He's a uh, speaker. He's a uh, coach. And most of all, he's a servant of God. And we're just grateful for him. Make sure you go to Amazon, check out his book, um, support him and what he does. And I'm sure if y'all listen, you should just, you should just have him coach just because of the accent. There's nothing else. Just the accent. I mean, the accent should be motivation enough. Listen, you, you should hear how I, you hear how I am. I'm saying that's the accent. Those Caribbean, those Caribbean accents. <laughs> but anyway, thank God for you. And uh, again, support him. He's giving you the information. And uh, also, uh, we want to thank you for supporting uh, the Zero Today Show. We invite you to continue to support. Become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash Lorenzo T. Neal. Follow us on all of our social media. We appreciate you for all you do. Uh, um, be looking out for a new episode of my podcast, Your Differentiated Self, on anchor.com and all the other outlets. We are so glad for your participation and your support. And until next time, this is Dr. Lorenzo Neal. We're looking forward to another day's journey. Thank you.